Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked slash streaming service and chill. My guest today is Nikki Stein, and Nikki is an actress and stand-up comic. You can catch her as well as previous guests of the podcast, Fred Kosky, Matt Plant, and Brandon Miller, Saturday the 13th of June at the Duck Inn on K-Beach. Today, Nikki and I are discussing Jeffrey Epstein, as well as the documentary Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, which is currently streaming on Netflix. As always, show notes are in the description. Solid shout out to our supporters, The Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive in Soldatna. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. The website is currently stocked with t-shirts, hoodies, hats, duffel bags, and booty shorts. So boom, if you're trying to get your sweet ass in some booty shorts, check out the website, theironasylumgymak.com, and order some. You can call them at 907-953-4720 for more information. By the way, the gym is open, 100% open. Get your sweet ass in there and get your sweet ass even sweeter. Moving on to Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the makers of fine concentrates, and the brewmeisters of Hashade. And now blueberry hashade. As well as their honey sticks, they carry flour from your favorite cultivators and extractors, as well as edibles from the fine ladies over at Lady Grey, who are the makers of fine cookies, breath mints, ice cream, and birch syrup. So if you have a recipe that requires some birch syrup, boom. All right, they also carry products from fireweed extracts, baked Alaska, glacier gummies, Momo's Bakery, and many, many more. They also carry CBD products from Frontier CBD. Also, they carry the, the Frontier CBD lotion. So if your skin is really raw from all the washy-washy, check out the CBDs. And be sure to check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for more information as well as weed maps for their current menu. All right, 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for American-made CBD vape products from brands like Naked and Blue Label. They also have a crazy selection of box mods, and coils and all kinds of really, really cool stuff if you are into vaping. They are your vape super center here on the Kenai Peninsula. Moving on to AK-49 Martial Arts slash Bang Muay Thai slash Mountain Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu located in the Peninsula Center Mall. Classes are almost back to normal, meaning everything but the 5 a.m. vampire class is back and cracking. For more information, you can check out AK-49 Martial Arts on Facebook and at AK-49 Martial Arts on Instagram. Last but not least, the Schnitzel Bomber, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, rated 5 out of 5 on Facebook. This week's special is Beef Stroganoff, as well as a Jaeger Schnitzel with locally sourced mushrooms and the Kentucky Hot Brown. So bam, not one special, but three. Besides, everything they make is special, and they're crazy busy, so I would recommend calling in your order and having it ready for pickup. They also have gift cards, so if you know you're going to want some of those $5 mashed potatoes, shank of schnitzel, and sauerkraut sundaes, and you don't have a burning desire to hang out behind a whole bunch of other beautiful people that have just discovered the schnitzel bomber or have no problem waiting in line, call them, all right? Call them, let them know you're coming, and they'll have it ready for you. They also have a daily bread pudding different bread pudding every day. So get your KIF card and give them a hug. Or maybe don't give them a hug. Maybe you're not a huggy person. Maybe they're still practicing social distance. I don't know. But call them. Let them know you're coming and have your stuff ready. You don't have to interact with anyone or wait in line. All right. 
And last but not least, former guest of the show, Spit Gems, has released his new record. It's called A Dove in the Snake Pit. I gave it a spin this morning while I was at Iron Asylum, and I can tell you, I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, favorite tracks are Movement is Medicine, Jungle Gym with Gorilla Nems, as well as Guilty Until Proven Dead. Give it a listen. It's currently streaming across all streaming platforms. Let me know what you think. And Gems has said he'd come back. He'd love to come back. Love to have him back on. All right, Gems, if you are listening to this, come back. Come back. We miss you. All right, we'll talk about the new record when you come back. All right, without further ado, ladies and gents, it is Nikki Stein. So today, ladies, gents, others, we are joined with, is it Nikki Stein or is it Nikki Steen? Stein. It's Steen! Frankenstein! No! no Sorry. It's not! It's a Mel, Mel Brooks reference. <laughs> um, so, Nikki, a little, let's run through a little bit of the bio and, and stop me when I'm lying. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, actress? Yes. Comedian? Yes. Uh, singer? Yes. Um... Professional arm wrestler? Oh, in my younger days, but not so much now. Not, so, were you like an over the over the top fan with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, it wasn't Schwarzenegger. It was uh, Stallone. Stallone was a truck driver trying to rebuild his relationship with his son by arm with arm wrestling contests. Yeah, that that was uh, based off of my father and I's relationship. Oh shit! <laughs> That's intense. It's gotta be. It's gotta be weird knowing that um, Stallone played your dad. Mm, it's a little bit, but I mean, I really resonated with it. Did it bother you that they replaced you with a little boy? A little bit. I, I felt like, uh, I, I, I don't know, I felt like I was a little bit discounted. But um, also, I was I was a bit of a tomboy, so they might not have realized they were doing that. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so... What motivated you to to well just uh, step out on stage and sing and and talk and pretend to be someone else? Mm. I don't know. I think uh, so. <laughs> actually, I I do know. Um, whenever I was in seventh grade, uh, I was um, on the academic bowl team, and um, I'm what they call a triple threat. Uh, 
meaning I was on the current events team, the constitution team, and the math team. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, you were a trouble starter. <laughs> and, um, and on, like, the humanities side, I did dramatic interpretation. And uh, when I was in sixth grade, I did not do dramatic interpretation. My friend Emily did dramatic interpretation. And um, I thought that I could do better than her. Uh, we're still friends to this day, but we kind of have a, um, a tit for tat uh, competitive relationship. And I was like, mm, I could do better than her. So in seventh grade, I did dramatic interpretation. And we were um, the coolest kids in school. Uh, we were really obsessed with Lord of the Rings. And to the point that I had the trilogy in one book that I carried on a strap around school. And why nobody took that book and just beat me with it, I have no idea. But um, for my... Uh, piece I did the scene uh or I did the monologue in two towers where Gollum and Smeagol are uh arguing with themselves and uh that was the dramatic interpretation that I did and I did the voice and I you know I had like like a hood like a hooded jacket and like when I was Schmeagol, I was, you know, upright and my hood was down. And when I was Gollum, I put the hood up and I like crouched over and I won first place. And boy, howdy, I was like on cloud nine. And then in eighth grade, I went back again and I took the crown again. Triple fat, double crown. I'm, yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive was middle school in Nikki Stein's teeny tiny podunk town <laughs> you know what i'm pretty sure it's how marilyn monroe started <laughs> absolutely and bugsy siegel mm -hmm. probably not bugsy siegel yeah and i and i think at that point i was just like uh a little little uh, i don't know it's like that 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 first that first hit of cocaine you know but i had theater so i didn't need it same thing really you yeah, know like yeah. fame is a fame is a hell of a drug man yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. I mean, with the fame comes the cocaine. And then when they leave you here in flames. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I don't know either. All right. So we are here today to talk about a Netflix series that those of you at home um, should either watch or not watch. And that's kind of what Nikki and I are, are going to be discussing. It's called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. And it was recently released on Netflix. Um there's a lot to be said uh, about this particular series, and I think there's a lot to be said about what isn't said in this particular documentary series. Um, it touches, it's, uh, it's a few episodes long, and they're about an hour apiece, and from my opinion, it looks good, like it's aesthetically, like it looks nice. Mm -hmm. you know, it was clearly, clearly well shot. Um, but Nikki, what were your, just off the top of the dome, what were some of your thoughts uh, about Jeffrey Epstein about what you knew about the case um, and your thoughts on this on the series well I think that you know not even 10 minutes in uh, my face was just like permanently like fixed into 
like kind of a grimace and kind of a, uh, you know, a stink face. And uh, that did not go away for, you know, four hours. Uh, I kind of binged it all in one sitting. I, uh, I think I didn't necessarily know a lot about the case just originally. I mean, I, I knew kind of like the, uh, like the bare minimum. I knew that there, I knew there were memes and I understood the memes, but I didn't necessarily know like everything that was underneath it. Um, and I think like watching it, it was definitely like, I was watching it in horror. Like, how could this have gone on as long as it did? And, but then there's also just like, I don't know, there's so many things that happen that, you know, I'm completely clueless about that uh, whenever it's brought to light, it's like, oh, shit, how did, how did this go on for so long and like not uh, raise any red flags or uh just i don't know come to light and i yeah kind of dumbfounded so for me one of the things that i do especially when it comes to a netflix documentary my favorite game to play is what isn't in there Mm -hmm. because the jeffrey epstein story is very very complicated there's a lot of layers to it it's a great big onion and in the end it makes you want to cry but some of the things that they didn't really touch on, um, and they, they sort of did a little bit, was the relationship with uh, Leslie Wexner, the uh, founder of, or the owner of the, the Limited Group, mm-hmm. which is the uh, the owner um, of Victoria's Secret, the Limited, um, Abercrombie and Fran- uh, Finch, all these brands. Um, Limited 2. Limited 2, yeah. Place of the preteens. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things they tried to imply, at least I felt they tried to do in the documentary, was in the relationship with Leslie Wexner, they implied that it was a sexual relationship mm-hmm. with uh, with he and, and Leslie Wexner. Yeah. And I think that the reason they did that was because of the what's called the Mega Group. And, by the way, I'll include the, the links in the show description. The Mega Group is uh, a, a group of very wealthy... Um, Jewish businessmen. It includes guys like Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. um, Leslie uh, Leslie Wexner, and and quite a few other names. But they have they all have relationships to Mossad and and intelligence agencies. Um, and so part of the idea is that when it comes to um, like the blackmail stuff, the blackmail wasn't done for Jeffrey Epstein. The the blackmail was done um, for intelligence purposes. One of the things they didn't talk about, like with the arrest in um, Miami was allegedly Alex Acosta, uh, who, who gave him the super-duper sweet deal, um, that, that ultimately had him partying while he was supposed to be, you know, like, on work release. Um, he allegedly told people that, you know, he was told this guy's intelligence and to essentially let him go. So there were, there were a lot of things that, that they never once touched on. And for me... That was, I mean, that's just one of the things uh, that stuck out was kind of what is the purpose of, of the blackmail? Um, and then what about some of these other names that associated with him after he got out? 
Um, there was no mention of the relationship with Bill Gates or Bill Gates' science guy. Now, Bill Gates' mm-hmm. science guy was the executor of Jeffrey Epstein's will. Mm. Yeah, they didn't touch on that shit. Yeah. Weird. Um, they didn't, I don't know that they necessarily touched on um, Prince Andrew going back and hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein after Jeffrey Epstein had, had gotten off of parole. No, I didn't see any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and and anytime I, I say anything like it vaguely of defense of Trump, I get shit for it. Um, but there was a reliance on on a previous relationship with Trump rather than Epstein's relationship with the Clinton family, not just Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't dive into too many of the uh, uh, the names that were on that flight log. And, and that's mm-hmm. all stuff that people can Google. There's going to be some names on there. You're like, oh, that dude? But then it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also this kind of like proliferation. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, of, of fake news and fake information becomes very hard to tell what is what is what what is up mm-hmm. is down what is down is up uh, what is blue is red and what is red is blue it's, it's all confusing uh, because anyone can say anything and there's probably paperwork to back up why that's a fact yeah 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 um, so what were the things that kind of got at your gut in this film mm. Well, I think that anytime something is like super, uh, <laughs> uh, super uncomfortable for me, I uh, try to like find some sort of humor in it, uh, which, you know, I might be a comedian, so that kind of makes sense. But um, one of my thoughts about Alex Acosta's daughters as they look like the twins from The Shining and it kind of freaked me out a little bit um and I'm also like in the back of my head wondering if you originally asked me to come on because you were like oh I want to talk about Jeffrey Epstein oh Steen is sometimes the pronunciation of Stein I should ask Nikki Stein to come on but uh it's Stein like Einstein not Steen like Epstein so what about Frankenstein and Frankenstein? Have you, have, you ever, have you not seen Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks? Yes, I've seen Young Frankenstein. Okay, good. Just, just trying. Mm-hmm. I was going with Steen Stein. I had nothing about that guy. Um, I, 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 I know, but I, it was it was like one of those like little things where I was like, oh man. I hadn't even thought about that it. it. Oh, then I'm just a genius. You, yeah. <laughs> um, I think. I don't know. The thing about like documentaries and docuseries and everything is, um, and even just like movies that are, I don't know, what's a like a docuflix or like biopics or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what the word is. Um, is that it always kind of like sparks a natural curiosity where like, um, you know, I'm watching the movie, but I'm also like googling things on my phone, and uh, I think. I don't know. Like I, what was the question? Sidetrack. I don't. What What got your gut about the film? Oh, um, is just that, like the interviews with like the girls and everything, and I and I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm not like. I'm not super young. I'm not. I'm also not old. I'm kind of like in that. In between, I'm at the bottom of the millennial 
generation um, is thinking like whenever I was a teenager, like that was not even something that was like in my, like in my like thought process of like that was even like an option, like uh, going to like the way they phrased it, we're going to go massage some old dude for some old dudes for $200. And I don't know. It's just kind of, I don't know. Maybe I was super sheltered as a kid, but I was also like, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know if I would have even known, like, I don't necessarily know where I'm going with this. And I know that, I know that like, you know, I came from a very supportive family and he deliberately targeted families that weren't, you know, that, that were a little bit broken or girls that were already from trauma and, you know, and then also like, how do you find that? You know, it's just interesting to me. And I, I found it really interesting that uh, found it really interesting that uh, I don't know it was like a pyramid scheme like I like that just like kind of blew my mind it was like Amway with with children exactly Exactly. And, um, I don't know. I don't necessarily, it, it, it was one of those utter disbelief kind of watches where I, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm still processing it. And I also like the points that you've brought up about the, sorry, um, of like you know the whole thing wasn't like the parts that were left out and the parts that um weren't mentioned and that kind of sparks an interest of like oh yeah I do want to you know go back and look at this and you know know that I'm gonna you know go down the rabbit hole and probably no one's gonna see me for about a week so it gets the further Mm -hmm. down you go uh the worse it gets because some of the things that they didn't cover Mm-hmm. And and I think it's important because they did talk about the the raid of his house, but they didn't. They talked a little bit about his art, but they didn't talk about his paintings. They didn't talk about his painting of uh, Bill Clinton in the blue dress. Uh, they didn't talk about his painting of uh, George Bush with uh, paper airplanes throwing him into Jenga towers. Um, this is all shit you can you can look up um, that, that you know you can see. Um, they. They did a fairly good job of making it about the victims, but I think that part of what Netflix does is they redirect the narrative, um, mm-hmm. and and talk about that with other documentaries. Um, they never have necessarily um, the best voices for the subject mm-hmm. on the subject. Um, for in the case of pandemic, um, Bill Gates is a software designer, mm-hmm. right? Like. Um, when did he, when did he master the biomedical field? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was that meme? Like you couldn't protect windows from viruses. Um, <laughs> there were how many thousands of, uh, kids in India getting a polio vaccine, uh, that, that made them sick. Um, 
and and who's who's responsible? Certainly not, certainly not Will. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes down to it, I think we have to when we're receiving information, we have to not just pay attention to um, where we're getting it, but mm. also what has this what is this said before, right? Like especially if we're treating it like it's actual mm. information. Um, you brought up biopics. I just got done uh, watching Waco. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, and there were um, there were some liberties taken with the film. Mm. There were characters that were made this, characters that were made that. Uh, people added, people taken away. Uh, things that happened but being presented when they didn't happen mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of just kind of playing it up for the for dramatic uh, dramatic value but then there's only telling part of the story in the documentary mm -hmm. okay um, I mean like shit let's talk about we, we could talk about some of the things that were, were um, rumored to have gone on uh, on that island I mean there was a lot, not just not just sex with with um, with young girls. We're we're talking about uh, everything from child sacrifice to who was responsible for this child sacrifice. Who was who was going out there? The names of the people. You get mm -hmm. oh, you get Bill Clinton. Uh, you get Alan Dershowitz, and you get Prince Andrew. But you they don't talk about some of those other names and those people that he was flying around the country after he got done serving some time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just um, where we're at. And those girls are out there. Those girls that have those stories, they're either out there or they're floating or, mm -hmm. or they're, they're fish food. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, my bet is fish food. Uh, Virginia Gouffre, I, I don't want to butcher something, her name. Something like that. Old Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, Virginia made it out alive. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm willing to bet that there are probably girls uh, and probably boys that didn't as well. Mm -hmm. So when you break it, I mean, if if you're uh, if you're catering to elite pedophiles, why not cater to both? Mm -hmm. um, and so you don't hear about you don't hear about the boys. You do hear about uh, you do hear about some of the girls, but you don't get like a, any kind of actual number. But it lets you know really, movies like Taken are more fact than fiction that's mm -hmm. a dramatic retelling of an actual story uh except this one it gets a happy resolution in these other stories um it, it doesn't there's no there's no winner in any of this yeah you know it's a like the the film itself is just kind of like it bothered me mm -hmm. i mean, not not just because of what was said and what was happening but again like the the shit they left out mm -hmm. um which is probably just as compelling. Um, they didn't. They they touched on the suicide a little bit, um, but they didn't touch on. There's there's very credible information that he isn't dead. That he was escorted out uh, of the the. It's all shit you can look into. Uh, he was escorted out. He was flown to Ramstein, probably from Ramstein, off to Israel, um, or somewhere. Mm -hmm. But there was. There are a lot of questions that really, really needed to, to have been answered. They talked about um, uh, was it Dr. Baden, Dr. Baden. Uh, he is the, um, the one that was hired by Epstein's brother mm -hmm. uh, to do the second autopsy. He was also um, uh, recently hired by uh, the family of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 
but that dude was also um, a defense witness in the O.J. Simpson case. Yeah, yeah. So people people forget that. Like you can you can hire a professional to say whatever it is that you need them to say, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you've got a couple hundred million dollars, um, because if you are Jeffrey Epstein's family, and you can prove that he might have been murdered well then there's a whole lot going on there that needs to be answered for and then mm-hmm. that's no longer just your problem you made the the, the, pro- the issue the state now the state has to answer okay who got in there how'd they get in there they talk about Epstein's uh, cellmate mm-hmm. um, yeah all kinds of fuckery well and it definitely like just brings up the point of what's true what's not true like what how many things can be shielded with money or, you know, buried with money or, you know, also dug up because of money. And it's, uh, I don't know, like not to, I don't know, take that somewhere, but it's like, I, I think that, like Epstein definitely got away with as much as he did for so long because of money and uh and powerful connections and you know everything and it just definitely kind of like almost makes a person like suspicious of everything like a what's true what's not true like how do we know and all that and it's like I I feel like I shouldn't go down that rabbit hole because I'll, you know, be in the corner of my house, you know, in the fetal position crying for, you know, ever. But maybe that's, maybe, you know, every once in a while that's uh, not a not a bad thing to do, just to, to, mm. to, to wipe that sort of emotional slate clean, especially with as much going on uh, as what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Like, so this gets, this gets buried amongst everything else that gets buried during these days and times where, where I, I do believe that there is a little bit of there, there. There will be more of an internet blackout coming uh, in, in the coming days and weeks, mm-hmm. um, because there is a there is a weird imaginary narrative that's being pushed consistently, and it's always rotating. and And the facts you want are the facts that are there. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you've decided in your mind is right and true, there is um, there's something out there that. Uh, looks a lot like a trustworthy news source um, that is only exists to tell you what it is that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, it's whether whether you're tuned into MSNBC or Fox News or CNN or, or InfoWars, wherever it is that you're mm-hmm. getting your information, um, nobody, is, nobody is looking for un, uh, unbiased uh, reporting. Everyone just wants the information that appeals to them. Mm-hmm. And that's how they want it presented. And it's presented by people who are um, artificially angry about whatever it is. Like, um, and I've kind of touched on this before, but like 12 minutes of getting you jacked up um, so that they can spend the next couple of minutes selling you food, selling you heart medication, uh, selling you a car, and then selling you some other bullshit to wrap it up. And then the the next commercial will be about a more expensive car, a boner pill, um, with uh, side effects of depression and uh, some other sandwich. 
followed by a more expensive car, a heart medication to or a, or a depression medication because there's now this side effect from your boner pill that's making you sad. Um, See so now you know and and a bigger steak, a bigger burger, a bigger whatever it is, and it's and it's just that clock that that it's it's built that way. It's built for sales, and your source of information is really only there to get you to that advertising. Mm-hmm. See that's when you end up with. Um, whether it's you know Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Joe Scarborough, any of these folks, it's just getting you angry for twelve minutes to sell you something that you don't actually need, mm-hmm. and you're you're trusting somebody with good hair that speaks slowly, and that's dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. Um, I mean, but what a time to be alive! Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you ever? Um, do you ever get into, like, into like the fake alien invasion or anything like that? No. My favorite topic right now. Um, <laughs> so there's a guy by the name of uh, William Cooper. He wrote a book called Behold a Pale Horse. And, and this is the first time I heard about um, Warner Von Braun and uh, like his secretary. So <laughs> I'm glad you're not spitting that out. It's very... <laughs> I'm glad that you're laughing. So... Um, Quick break, a uh, quick bit. My my wife is is with child right now, and she's got a baby sitting on her kidneys. So one of the games that I like to play is make her laugh so that she pees herself. Oh, <laughs> it's awesome. Have have you been successful? How many times have you won the game, Bill? Just about every time I'm not trying to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it just, if it just, if something just pops out, if I say something or do something, and it comes, it just, you know. Yeah. I'm glad it's not shit. It, it, it could be worse, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill, this is how fetishes start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and since this is when we start speaking to the, the German to my wife, baby, I need you to give me the pissing, yeah. Why do I assume that all Germans are kinky? So, A, prostitution is legal in Germany. Right. So, uh, and there's way less taboo around it. Like, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, uh, you can go into a sex shop and and you can get whips, chains, dildos, whatever Mm -hmm. kind of porn you want. Uh, And it's right off the main drag. It's not like it's secluded in the bad part of town. Um, Mm -hmm. You know? It's, I mean, in Frankfurt, it's uh, it's right next to the train station. Mm-hmm. Um, in in uh, Hamburg, you've got like the Reeperbahn, which is uh, this whole like district. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, when you've made sex not taboo, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, let's try, fuck it, let's try it, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, the, the South Park made the German Scheiße porn because you could make the German Scheiße porn joke, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I've only ever hooked up with one German and I it cemented all my stereotypes it'll, it'll do that it'll, it'll do that <laughs> I mean you'll either you'll either end up with like a prude or like someone who's like yeah give me everything <laughs> can you put that on a plate for me and I can eat it for the spoon maybe put a caramel drizzle on top of it mm, so good yeah um yeah, okay, so <laughs> tangent. Let's bring it back to the circle. <laughs> I'll save it for I'll save it for Saturday. 
the thirteenth. Okay. But I got I've got something for that. Um, Voice of Germans. Oh yeah. All right. Um. So, uh, back to Epstein. Like, would you would you recommend it for anyone? Would you recommend this documentary? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I've like spoken to anybody that been like, you have to watch this. Oh man, it's gonna blow your mind and rock your world. And I turned into an old Jewish grandmother there for a second. Um, it's in all of us. Coffee talk. Yeah, 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 really. Um, I think I'm at the point that I want to do more research. And I think that's, yeah, I don't know. There's apparently a podcast. Uh, I think my sister-in-law was telling me about it. That... But she said, like, the documentary and the um, the podcast like, kind of said the same thing. But I'm kind of interested. I want to I want to learn more. You have sparked the natural curiosity in me. Good. And uh, What we aim to do. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I, if you've... My feeling was that if you've never heard of Jeffrey Epstein and... Um, you're looking for something to dive into that's a place to start another place is uh is nexium mm-hmm. and a guy by the name of keith ranieri and there have been some interesting documentaries about him but nothing that is is told anything resembling a whole complete story including his relationship with the dalai lama so mm-hmm. so yeah so the dalai lama has been involved with uh with with cults sex cults things that shock me not that yeah so, so then there's that. Uh, the things that, that wealthy people do for money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that what people really go and focus on is, is the girls. You know, um, if, if they were trafficking in girls, they were probably trafficking in boys. It's, I, don't, I don't think that Jeffrey Epstein was like, no, no, we can't do boys. That's too far. We can't import them. For our wealthy, mm-hmm. uh, our, our my wealthy guests who are who are you know also pedophiles that are into boys, mm-hmm. um, they didn't really break down his temple. They didn't. He's had a fucking temple on his island. Can we talk about that? Can we talk? Nope, nope. I guess we couldn't. Um, who was he collecting? But I, you know, they they went into him blackmailing people, but they didn't say who it was for. Mm-hmm. And that that's all shit. You should. You should really look into. Um, but yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's art, it's all there. It's all a lot of, lot of really good resources out there. And, um, and one of the first people to touch on this was Alex Jones. Years and years and years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then you go into the Alex Jones conspiracies. Uh, was, did, Sandy, was, did Sandy Hook becoming an issue during the 2016 election? Uh, was that to divert uh, from Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, and I, I do think, I do think that Hillary Clinton bringing up Sandy Hook in 2016 uh, was to sort of navigate the Jeffrey Epstein waters. Because what they didn't talk, another thing they didn't talk about was Project Veritas uh, and um, the uh, ABC interview, or the ABC sit down where they had the, um, I want to say Amy Klobuchar, but she's like the governor or somebody, she's somebody mm-hmm. from Minnesota. Um, but there was a ABC reporter who um, she didn't know the cameras were rolling. Clearly, everybody's an asshole. Uh, they were recording her, and she was talking about how 
in uh, 2016. She was trying to break the story because she had Virginia Gouffre uh, even then telling her story, and it was it was cut. It was killed at ABC at that, that lowest level. One of the things they didn't talk about was George Stephanopoulos being the dude over there at ABC News. George Stephanopoulos, who worked for, uh, for Bill Clinton. I believe he was his press secretary, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton's press secretary goes on to, uh, to be a news director uh, and then kills a story uh, that has to do with his former employer whose wife is running for president. ABC is owned by Disney. Whew, shit gets deep. All right, start talking about um, there was an ABC, or not ABC, a Disney executive uh, towards the end of last year. I'm going to have to Google this. The notes will be in the description. Who uh, was convicted in Oregon um, for, uh, I believe it was sex trafficking. But this was a Disney executive. Like, those dudes are out there. Those, are, mm-hmm. those dudes are there. Um, you know, and, and they're in some powerful places, and they cover up for each other, and they do all kinds of fucked up shit. Um, and, you know, Taken is more of a documentary than we give it credit for. We need more Liam Neeson's in the world. Maybe that's it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. It's per- it's a perhaps thing. Um, fake alien invasion. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, this goes back to, to Warner Von Braun and, and his secretary. I don't know if you've okay. ever heard any of this before. All right, so stop... Stop me with, with, with what you've heard. So Warner Von Braun's secretary um, said that while she worked for Warner Von Braun, uh, who was, uh, are you familiar with him? Yeah. Okay. He said that, um, well, that you could tell that society was about to collapse when you start seeing, like, disclosure. Like, you start seeing, um, like, Information about the the UFO uh, the UFO program that the um, that the government ran. You see, start seeing the the uh, Tic Tac videos. Uh, you start seeing those. Like we recently had those those three or four videos that were released from the the two or to the two. No, they were to the Stars Academy from to the Stars Academy. You know the Navy videos. I guess there was some Air Force stuff in there as well. Um, <sighs> Warner von Braun said that when you start seeing that, right. Um, to prepare for the fake alien invasion. Again, said it before, uh, it was almost 10 years ago when Tupac, um, Tupac's hologram performed at Coachella. All right, that was the civilian technology six, seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. What do you think the military has now that we don't know about? You know, is it, could we potentially see, um, you know, fake aerial dogfights over the skies of Los Angeles? Um, Especially if they, they don't have as, nearly as many planes flying around, uh, interfering with whatever that fake battle plan would be. You start seeing um, Netflix, like when they released Pandemic, um, what else were they releasing? Okay, well, they were releasing Outbreak, another movie to get us scared. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they pushing now? They're starting to push some alien invasion shit. They're starting to uh, push, you know, uh, Battlefield Los Angeles. Uh, so prepare for the fake alien invasion. The fake aliens are coming because the truth is they've always been here. Yeah. Ah. It's a lot to wrap your bread in around before noon. I know. And I'm distracted by the psychedelic pineapples in the corner. That's not a hallucination. What psychedelic pineapples in the corner? What? Maybe it is a hallucination. Uh, what they put in your coffee? How was your coffee, by the way? Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, it Coffee was... Express. I 
Coffee Express, yeah? Yeah, Coffee one? Express. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a sugar-free Butterfinger. It was delicious. Big fan. I, uh... I got a white chocolate American. I, I look like I don't get the same exact thing every single time. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite place to get coffee in, in town? Mm. Ooh. Mm. On the Kenai Peninsula. Um, I'm not much of like a savant when it comes, you know, to all that. I, um... I have a friend who uh, is a coffee roaster, or, or company's called Coffee Roasters, and um, I like Small town her. coffee roasters? Well, she used to own that, and then she owns, like, co- just coffee roasters, and, like, she roasts out of her house, and, um, or garage, or something like that. I've actually gotten to roast beans with her before. I get cool. roasted in the garage on a pretty regular basis. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. Uh, And I don't know. I usually like to get coffee where I can also get food. Like coffee and a bagel. An everything bagel. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's usually where I get coffee. Oh, I also like the espresso barn. That's usually where I go. I've done that once or twice. I've been hitting up the the brew on K Beach at least once a month. I go in for their milkshake of the month special. This month it's yours. Nice. Mmm, that sounds good. Yeah, they got little milkshakes. They're fucking mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, uh, I just you know I like my coffee with caffeine. Uh, I usually I'm, I'm I'm a black coffee girl unless I've already eaten that. Then I, I can't handle like sweet coffee, on an empty stomach. Can't. I've done uh, done black all day until I got that that feller. Mm-hmm. <coughs> no, no. And how how are colors looking now? Um, they're <laughs> popping. They're yeah. popping. I'm seeing the psychedelic pineapples or whatever those are. Uh, yeah. Now now it's raindrops, or something. I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know. Um. I don't know, but ever since going back to the German dungeon porn conversation, now like all I'm thinking about is how I want like a schnitzel, but I can't. Why not? Schnitzel bomber is closed for right now, aren't they? They open up at like eleven. Oh, I thought they were like taking a hiatus. No, they took a hiatus from social media for the first part of the week, and they didn't post up what their specials were. Because they get wrapped up in that. Schnitzel bomber's open. But, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's um. Depending on when I get out of here, that's like that's where I stop mm-hmm. on uh, before I go home. Yeah. Like that's that's my post post podcast meal. Yeah. Yeah, they oh, supporters so of the podcast, good. by the way. Oh, awesome. Um, name drop me. That goes for you too at home. If you stop by the Schnitzel bomber, name drop the podcast. Get some okay. get some love. Okay. They always give me soup, extra soup. I like that. I'm a big fan of soup. That was, uh, I went to the um, the demonstration uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday, uh, the, the BLM demonstration, mm-hmm. and um, I began a, a soup chant. No one else went with it. In fact, I, I was told it. that was the wrong place and the wrong time to, you know, to fight for soup. Have you 
Have you um, have you been to Three Peaks Mercantile? Uh, to Joe's Meatball Shop? Yes, yes I have. It's delicious. Oh. It's really, really good. Oh, Hope to have so Joe on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I, yeah. Big fan. The meat. By the way, yeah. Siri, uh, Siri is here, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, come Um, but no, I. Uh, the other day, my friend and I went to uh, Murphy, went to uh, Three Peaks Mercantile, and we got everything on the menu and split it. It was great. We also got a cupcake that had a little mini pancake on it with a little mini pat of butter and a. Like a slice of bacon. I had a meatball burrito. Oh, yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was, was it the original or was it the Joe's meatball? I think it was the Joe's meatball. Oh, that has like the maple mustard and the uh, pickles? I don't know. It was good. I enjoyed it. Oh, man. Ugh. 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 Sorry. Sorry. No, hey. Okay. Yeah. I, I love me some, some of Joe's balls. <laughs> and you know, I I hear that a lot. I hear I hear a lot of people talk about Joe's meatballs, big balls of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And burritos. And pickles. And pickles. Good pickles. Yeah. Key lime pie is good too. And his so the cutest thing ever. Do you want me to stop? No, 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 okay. no, no. Sure. Okay. I thought the stretch was like, God, will she stop talking? Um, yeah. That's his... what, does that ever meant anything? Like, has stretching ever meant shut up? I don't know. Maybe I've been in too many bad relationships. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. The, the guy you're dating now get you commissioned riding a cat in, in anime. Oh, oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. He's wonderful. This guy I like. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, think I knew any of the other. Well, I, I met one, but like this guy, I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, for my birthday, my boyfriend commissioned somebody to draw a, to depict my cat and I as anime characters, and I am writing my cat in this uh, picture, and it's brilliant. Um, but with Joe's uh, three peaks. Joe's mother makes cupcakes and like she makes different ones every time and I just think it's so cute that Sweet Mama's cupcakes are uh, part of Joe's meatball shop. There's something really sweet about that. It's just so cute. And I said they should be on a, uh, that was really high pitched, sorry guys. Um, they should be on like cupcake wars or something, but he said I don't think I could be in the kitchen with my mother at the same time in a high stress situation. And I'm like, and I think all of us can relate to that. I don't think I could. Yeah. I know. I, I love the kitchen. I love I love being in the kitchen. It's it's one of my favorite places to be. Um, not really a cupcake, but my wife bought me a smoker for our anniversary. Nice. Yeah. 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 I uh, made some smoked mac and cheese. I make my own. I made my own smoked medicated mac and cheese. Whoa! Yeah, that like sounds the, delicious. The existential mac and cheese is the way to go. You use mm-hmm. butter rather than MCT oil. Um, the butter just takes the taste, makes it better. There's not a lot of taste with the MCT oil, so you get a 
whatever the taste of the oil is just kind of gets amplified and the mm -hmm. oil doesn't taste great. So, um, yeah, use, if you're cooking with, uh, with decarb oil, uh, use butter. That'd be my recommendation. Better taste for whatever it is. But yeah, yeah. smoked medicated mac and cheese. I'm so Was it baked? <laughs> <laughs> and roasted. <laughs> and smoked. And smoked. Um, okay, so uh, what do you got going on? We got we got we've got to plug the thirteenth of June. Thirteenth of June, we are uh, doing a comedy show at the Duck in Sholdatna and uh, it's called Everyone Needs to Laugh or something. We All Need to Laugh. We All Need a Laugh. Um, I think we can all agree that given the current uh, happenings of the world, we, we just need to laugh. And um, I don't know. I have some new material planned. That'll yes. Good. That'll be fun. Uh, including my funniest story that has been related to all of the pandemic stuff. Uh, and uh, who else is going to be there? I'll be there. You and Matt Plant and Fred Kosky and... I don't know the other lady's name. I don't either. But I'm sure she's very funny. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I've got, I've got some good analogies. I've got some good uh, some stuff I've been working on mm -hmm. through the COVID. Um, yeah. But it's really, you know, I, I agree that we could all use a laugh right now. We all need something to laugh at. There's, there's something um, about being stuck in the house um, for X amount of time. Or, mm -hmm. you know, like for me, it was like every time I went out was like it was like when I was single, mm -hmm. and you know, like you had to pretend like the person that you were like hooking up with that night was being honest when they said they they never do this and that they're always clean and that you know like <laughs> they're really not that kind of person. But it turns out everybody's a butthole scratcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, like, I got so stir-crazy that I started dressing up my cat. Didn't you start Every doing day. some, like, some stitching as well? Like, didn't, didn't you send me, like, a picture of your cat in a sweater that you made for her? Yeah. <laughs> so you got crafty. So it goes back to... So did you cry during the notebook when he was making his table? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I, I have told you, I, I really like when people make things in movies. That's kind of my shit. Yeah, so perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. Mm hmm Yeah, but... Yeah, I did dress up my cat quite a lot, but... And she hasn't eaten my face, so... Well, that's because cause you haven't died in front of her and, and not fed her for a couple of days. But yeah. as soon as that happens, your lips are gone. I know, I know. She does lick me a lot. It's like she's trying to get a flavor. She's like, I see you. <laughs> so I got to make a quick plug about the next uh, streaming service of Chill Podcast and the Orca Theater located on Cape Beach. So, as you at home, or you, Miss uh, Miss Nikki, may or may not know, the Orca Theater is playing old movies right now. They're not going to start playing new movies until July. So, uh, the next the next big drop, which is Thursday or Friday, will be... 
uh, will be uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So we're uh, reviewing the Indiana Jones movies on the podcast so that folks who haven't gone and seen them can go see them. Get some real movie theater popcorn. I'm not sure if they're going to touch on uh, Crystal Skulls. If they pretend that that one doesn't exist, I'll be okay with that. It'd be totally fine. But I would love for once a month for Friday and Saturday to do like a midnight showing of something. Something weird. Maybe the Blade Runner, the first Blade Runner on Friday and the second Blade Runner on Saturday. Yeah. Especially if they're all doing it off of Blu-ray anyway, mm-hmm. right? So um, if if you can go in and you can make a recommendation, like I'd love to, if you could do a creature feature, like a $20 and from noon till 10 o'clock you get a whole bunch of Godzilla movies, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Just show up. I mean, drink your hash aid in the car. Don't drive. Um, but go sit down, watch a movie, hang out with your friends, talk some shit, or don't talk in the movie theater. You know what? That's probably that's, yeah, probably a good thing. You get some evil eyes. I think Friday Saturday there a lot of people eat pizza while they watch the movies too. It's like they think it's bear soup. Oh. oh. So then the next step, if they're allowing people to eat pizza, would be you know serving some beer. And why not? Why couldn't we have a uh, our own theater in town that, that you know you go and get yourself a nice cup of beer and watch the Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> grits, grits. How many grits? I don't know. You count them. <laughs> Which, by the way, is probably the film that I like. That, or maybe the Neverending Story, are probably the two movies that I watch the most: Muppets Take Manhattan, or uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood is a fox. Oodalali, oodalali, golly, what a day. So we had to take a quick break, and where we were was um, uh, movies, childhood movies, Never Ending Story, and Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes. What about it? I don't remember. I didn't rewind far back enough to see okay. exactly what it was that we were talking about. So we're kind of just almost restarting. Mm-hmm. Epstein bad. Epstein bad. Epstein bad. That was hard to say. Uh, Land before time. Golden. Uh, Tone Loke. Tone Loke was in Land Before Time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as Tone Loke. He was clearly... <clears throat> he had, I mean, he wasn't like trying to drop some funky mm-hmm. cold Medina uh, with... Uh, <laughs> With the rest of the dinosaurs, although with Petrie, with Petrie, but questions like remain though. Like, what if hypothetically um, they were more like? What if dinosaurs were more like dinosaurs? The TV show. We have no way of knowing whether they were talking hundreds of millions of years ago. You're telling me that if, if mm-hmm. a T Rex had a skyscraper, we would know there'd be evidence of that. We're talking mm-hmm. about hundreds of millions of years. If a, if a Triceratops or um, a Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, figured out uh, how to use an escalator. We wouldn't. We would know there'd be all the evidence of the escalator would be gone. True. It would be. So what real if there was question a, though. Shoot, dinosaur. The space tree program? stars. Tree stars. Tree stars. Would, from Land Before Time. Are those really just hemp plants? Not sure. Picture it in your mind. It's been a while since I've seen the Land Before Time. Yeah. Now, I do have a question, and it kind of refers to um, the next film we are reviewing on the podcast, which mm-hmm. is The Last Crusade. Have you seen The Last Crusade? Indiana Jones no. and The Last Crusade. 
Um, Jacob, Siri, yeah, you, you've, have you seen? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, towards the end of the movie, Indiana Jones and his father both drink uh, from the cup of eternal life. So, why does Harrison Ford look older um, when he meets his son, Shia LaBeouf, in the Crystal Skull? And isn't he eternal? Because he crossed oh. the line. If they had stayed there, they would have lived for eternity, everlasting life. But when they crossed a certain line, that went away. Okay. So he would have had to stay there if he wanted to live forever. Yeah. It's fucking boring. Yeah. Like, you, you live forever, but you can only go, like, 20 feet. Yeah, because remember that one night was a little bit crazy. Yeah, he was hanging out there. I mean, he ran out of shit to read. You know, like... At what point, if you're there for like three, at the 300 year mark, you haven't seen anybody. Um, Start making friends. With yeah, like at what point do you make your own sort of like medieval Wilson? Right. Be like Dirk the Dagger. Yeah. He's always looking to stab you in the back. You gotta watch out for him. You've got to be prepared. What is with these clothes you are wearing? Um, but then you start, then you start getting into like Hollywood and Adrenochrome and like some of those dudes. It's so much darkness, so much darkness, and so much, uh, so much dark symbolism. Yeah. The cup of eternal life. You should watch. You know I, I will say that you know I live alone, and about like ten days into, you know hunkering down and stuff. I really understood the uh, Wilson, the volleyball. Like, I really started to identify with it. I was like, I get it. Because, I mean, originally watching Castaway, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, volleyball. I don't get it. But now I get it. I thought, I liked how they brought it full circle in Castaway and that his dentist was Dr. Spaulding and his wife left him or girlfriend fiance his significant other mm-hmm. hooked up with someone who is dr spaulding's buddy yeah i guess i don't remember that much about castaway you're not really missing a whole lot um <laughs> it's it's tom hanks uh uh getting skinny that's really all it is <laughs> it's it's tom hanks doing a not as good a job of getting skinny as christian bale did in the machinist Yeah, I see your point. Yeah, um, I I think Christian Bale is probably a way better actor than uh, Tom Hanks. Could you see uh, Tom Hanks is Batman? No, no. But Christian Bale, Batman. Tom Hanks, not Batman. Christian Bale's a way better actor if for no other reason than Batman. I could be Batman. I can be a hero, baby. Listen, I'm Batman. I think Batman would be better as the Cookie Monster. Like if he spoke like the Cookie Monster. <laughs> I'd like it. I'd like it. Like a Batman Cookie Monster Darth Vader mashup. Oof. I'd be about that. So here's one. I mean, would Salma Hayek still be as attractive if she spoke like Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I'm picturing. Uh, I mean, think of every role she's ever been in, but just imagine it with, yeah. That harkens back to the early days of movies when they were just getting the soundies or the talkies. You know, because so many actors had voices that didn't match their faces and 
the characters in these old silent films and so ended up losing yeah. their jobs. Because yeah. Of... Isn't there a movie about that, like, where... Singing in the Rain. Is it Singing in the Rain? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. the, the, I don't know, the Hollywood yeah, lady... Yeah, I can't stand him. And I can't stand him. No. Do you have a favorite musical? Oh man! Either either to watch or to perform. Mm. My favorite musical that I've been in. I was a big fan of Shrek the musical. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh, the like the best show I've ever seen is Lion King, hands down. Like chills, chills. I've seen it like five times in like five different theaters. I saw it in London too. I'm like that with Spaceballs, except I didn't see it in London. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's so larger than life. I love it. It's great. So are you a Timon or Pumbaa person? Oh, Pumbaa all the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, like, and and I think I just very much so identify with that. That's why one of my favorite songs to play on the ukulele is Akuna Matata. It means no worries. <laughs> For the rest of your days. Yay, yay. Is Akuna Matata Swahili or Zulu? I'm not sure. I speak neither language. My guess would probably be Swahili, uh, but I don't, I speak neither language, so. Did you know that, uh, well, Jenga is a Swahili word. It means to build. Um, Shout out to President Bush II, the second Bush, because he had the Jenga towers and the paper airplanes. And Jeff, bringing it back, full circle. Yeah, full circle. Jeffrey Epstein art. Full circle. Um. So, whenever I was 18, I got my first, um, my first professional entertainment job. Uh, I was, uh, I, I got to tell more of the story because I was not a stripper. Um, yeah, that's kind of it <laughs> sounds, it sounds, it sounds like we're going that way, but, um, I worked at Holiday World and Splash and Safari. And I worked, I was in a show called The Holodazzles. And it was very much like The Wiggles. And my character's name was Maji. And I was the queen of the water park. Maji means water in Swahili. So apparently, my character was um, African. But if you look at me, I am in no way shape or form that but uh i don't know don't elon know. musk is african uh yeah I, I i guess i'm like african dutch or something but uh but yeah it was uh that uh that was quite an experience i have a trading card I think my dad has my trading card on his desk that I might have planted there so I could pretend he's proud of me. <laughs> I love it when my dad pretends he's proud of me. It makes me feel respected in his house. 
Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, we had a uh, like our our song that we like came like started the show with uh, was called "It's a Daz Daz Dazzly Day." The holla dazzles are coming your way. Yeah, it seems like you could have some fun with that. Like if you were like coming to slay and you came out with like a sword. And... Yeah. Well, like, and each of us, you know, just like a children's show, uh, the intro song had, like, each character had like a little bit, and mine was river streams and the deep blue sea. I'm a friend of the water, and my name is Mashi. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, water friend. <laughs> We also sang a song that was helping hands, helping hands, clap real loud for helping hands. What are you supposed to do with your hands if you're busy clapping? I don't know. But we would suggest different things that kids could help with. What can you help with? Clean up your mess. What can you help with? Set the table for dinner. <laughs> Did anyone ever come to you like, you know, you changed my kid's life. Like he wasn't... He wasn't doing the, you know, the silverware before. Now he's doing the silver. He's singing your song. He's he's singing the shit out of your song, and he's doing. He's putting silverware up. He's, you made my child not a piece of shit. Yeah. No. No. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, but. No redemption. <sighs> Sad. But I don't know. We also had a handshake. Okay. Hey, gang, give us some cheer. We're the Holodazzles, and we're here all year. Hey, gang. So, do you know who else has a special shake? Who? I was going to say the Masons, but also the Brew. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, once a month. This month, it's s'mores. Last month, it was uh, Fruity Pebbles. Too much sugar for me. I only got it like once. It was good. It was good, but it was like you—you you might as well be like just chewing on a piece of sugar. <laughs> just no, no real value. It, I mean, at least with a cube of sugar, like maybe you have some absinthe, and you know you're you're, you're getting all traditional with it. But no, not this. You're just chewing on like blocks of sugar. Just just oh, a mouthful of sugar cubes. Probably better for you. Yeah. Um, the s'mores probably the same thing, but still delicious. I'll have to put a pin in that. You should. You should. They're on KB. Yeah. yeah. I also like can't stop thinking about the hot mess sandwich. The what? The hot mess sandwich? The schnitzel bomber? From the store. Right. Alright, well, we should probably wrap up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's basically going to say you get also in a nutshell. He's got uh, showers over there. So, you want to go in As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. 